Oh, man. Who hops in that Red Bull for them, though, if someone's sick? Because Danny Rick wasn't their third driver anymore. It's Nick um, DeVries. It would be Nick DeVries. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets first how, place. How poetic would that be? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Rev Dub Podcast. Thank you for joining us wherever you choose to get your podcast. Thank you for watching us on YouTube. Make sure to like and subscribe, rate and review us. My name is Marwan Osman and I am joined by the one and only Edgar O'Neill. Edgar, what's going on, man? You know, not much. Excited to talk this race. Me too. And so is, um, so is, is that Thanos? Oh, is that, oh Thanos. Uh, and so he's excited to talk about the race too. Yeah, he is. But, um. No, let's just dive right into this thing. First, got to give the people the recap. Mm-hmm. Jump into qualifying because, you know, I'll be honest, I don't really watch free practice like that. So, yeah, just going to jump right to qualifying. Uh, we saw Lewis Hamilton, P1, yeah, all by Max Verstappen and Lando Norris. Another, another thing worth noting in qualifying, which I have to make at least one note of this, was the Alfa Romeo. Both Valtteri Bottas and Zhou Guan Yu. Ended up in Q3. Uh, I think I think Joe started, what, P5 or P6? Something like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, though, they had a great qualifying session. They had a great free practice session, too, for whatever that's worth. And uh, we saw George Russell out in Q3, P18. Mm-hmm. Carlos Sainz somewhere in Q2. And then Sergio Perez ended up in P9. So, yeah, qualifying was eventful and uh, mm-hmm. definitely... May may come back to that. Then we had the race. Obviously, Max Verstappen P1. Yep. Followed by Lando Norris and his teammate, yeah. Sergio Perez. So, you know, it honestly, it was an eventful race. And we mm. don't need to have the same conversation over and over again about take out, take out Max Verstappen and we have yeah. an entertaining race. Um, well, but, it was pretty bad this time. <laughs> like, it was 30 seconds again. It, it's, it's valid to, it's a valid point to make. I'll say that. Yeah. But um, no, just so first, before we even like dive into the race itself and even talk about qualifying, Mm. I want to talk about just going into the race. Mm. And honestly, I need to confess something here. So I was fooled. I was I was starting to get reeled in by these other teams, by these other drivers. You know, I was starting to just have a little bit of hope. You know, I saw them creeping up on Red Bull. And now, obviously, I knew there's no catching Max Verstappen. There's no catching mm-hmm. Red Bull. But, you know, I was starting to be under the impression that we were going to get some more competitive races, you know, some some fireworks down the stretch of this season. But uh, that was all shattered after about three seconds into the race on Sunday. Uh, but, no, it was it was just a feeling that I was starting to have. And it's been stamped shut by Max Verstappen. So how are you feeling though, going into this race? I mean, I, I didn't have any expectations. Um, you know, I think this, this season has kind of like pummeled me in terms of like having expectations because they're never going to be met. They just never are. But I was aware of what I wanted to look for in this race, which was I wanted to see if McLaren was going to keep showing up, which they did. I would say they did, in my opinion. Um, I definitely wanted to see how Ricardo was going to perform, especially compared to Yuki. Um, And I am a little saddened that he did so well 
Like he did a great job. He did a great job. Yeah. Okay. Fine. He did a great job. Feel bad for Yugi. Um, and then coming off of qualifying, I just wanted to see if Mercedes was going to capitalize on the pull. And I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't and, know. If it, well, that was, that was answered pretty quickly. Uh, yeah. That yeah. Will Mercedes uh, capitalize on pull. And honestly, though, one thing this season has given us is it felt like it's felt like every week going into these races, we've had some storylines to watch out for. So mm-hmm. it hasn't all just been, you know, what's the point? Red Bull's dominating. There are yeah. other things to watch out for in this Drive case. to Survive is going to be entertaining. Oh, definitely. We we thought we had we weren't going to see any more Danny Rick in Drive to Survive, but yeah. no, nope, he's back. Yep. He is back. But no, yeah, like you said, uh, just seeing if McLaren will be able to have a repeat of last two weeks ago uh, whenever that was the last two races honestly yeah yeah seeing if they they're able to continue what they've been building off of here uh that was definitely something i was looking forward to watch but uh no i was i was watching that that gap to pull you know i was seeing it starting to shrink a little bit and you know i guess i got it was a bit of a mirage you know like you're walking through the desert you know you just you get you see like a mirage. in this case the desert is just like red bull's dominance uh, okay. It's a it's okay. a very clunky analogy, I know. No, I mean you're you're, you're hey, following me. It is great. <laughs> <laughs> See now that is a good teammate, but mm-hmm. no. So, you know, I, I I guess for whatever reason, I saw these these times starting to shrink, and a lot of that was due to the Haas catching on fire and bringing out a safety car. Um, this is honestly what I'd say is closer to normal for for what we're getting this season uh, without any safety cars, without really any any holdups in the race, uh, I think this gap is is really what we should be expecting to see going forward. But um, yeah, so just overall though, reaction to the race, just how, how, how are you feeling after this thing concluded? You're asking me if it was entertaining? No. I yeah. like the bluntness of it though. Yeah, I just wasn't. Like I, re- I was like watching it, I was like, okay, okay. I just wasn't entertained by this one. Maybe yeah. I had an off week, I don't know. And typically, though, like the Hungary, Hungarian Grand Prix is one that is uh, usually not the best when it comes to entertainment. Uh, we rarely rarely see safety cars in this one, which is odd. Uh, you'd think every now and then we'd, we'd at least see cars breaking down or something. But no, it's a it's a pretty rare occurrence, honestly, to get a safety car here. And uh, yeah, that, that gap to pull, that 30-second lead victory for Max Verstappen is kind of what you get when you have a, a track like this. Um, but no, before that though, I want to actually talk about the most entertaining part of the race though, which was the start of the race. Mm -hmm. Um, we saw Lewis Hamilton on pole, Max Verstappen right there next to him, followed by Lando Norris and Oscar Piastri. Um, man. Yeah. I've been loving the McLarens in these begin. Like I rewatched it again and I just, I love watching the McLarens at the start of this race. I feel like. That's not going to be the last time you say that. I think you're I saying hope not. it sounds like not. like you're saying it in disbelief. Like there's a hint of disbelief in your voice when you say that. Well, because it feels like you can see that they've talked about strategy beforehand and that it's actually because like it was kind of the same as Silverstone where um, Piastri went like dove towards the inside and Lando Norris was going to try to take the outside um and it was just it was just nice to see and honestly the whole race it 
it did have a similar feeling to Silverstone with the tire strategy, where it seems like we had cars kind of starting on different, most of the field was on mediums, but then we had mm -hmm. some on hards, or yeah, yeah, we had some on hards, and they were trying to see who, who, would, who would play that right. I just got to give a quick shout out to Nico Hulkenberg, 40 laps on mediums. So oh, I, I think, wow. um, you know, I think we need to start awarding, give, give one driver an award for, mm. for the best stint. And Is, in this oh, okay. case, it's Nico Hulkenberg, 40 laps on the mediums. It's an actually worthless award because mm. I don't think he finished in the points or anything. But Does he get flowers for it? I got to be careful about giving out flowers. I feel like that's, that's too prestigious. But did we give flowers last episode? I, I don't know. Actually, I can't remember. I might not have done that. Well, I guess yeah. we have to give two, two, two flowers. sets of flowers now. We'll decide uh, at the end. You know, Nico is maybe there. You know, it's, hey, I just, I, I want to at least highlight that because that was yeah. impressive to me. Uh, but no, I'm with you overall, though. Not a very entertaining yeah. race. But hey, they can all be, you know, because then yeah. none of them would be, right? No, it doesn't work like that. Sorry. Yeah. No. I was Incredible. I was trying to do a play on like a syndrome from Incredibles. You no, know, no, I know everybody's what you're doing. okay. You knew what I was doing. Okay, right. but no, at least the race start was entertaining. We had that going for us. Yeah. But oh, real quick, I don't think we talked about this yet. Um, before we move on, the mm. qualifying format experiment. Um, so oh, the new tires. Yeah, Q one, hard. Q two, mediums. Q three, soft. Um, the goal is to re re reduce the amount of tires that you get during the weekend yeah. and, you know, save the environment, which, hey, kudos for trying. Yeah. Uh, but what did you think about the whole experiment? I, I mean, I get it. I think, okay, so I'll say, I'll say it this way. I like it because it's uniform. And I do, I do like when they make the cars compete, like on a level playing field. I really want to see what goes on in those meetings of how they make their decisions yeah, um, I don't know. I just, I don't, why wouldn't you, I mean, I, I can, I can kind of understand why starting and then going to soft, but honestly, you want them to all put their best laps. So why, yeah, I think they, I think it should be soft, all three. I would love to know why I'm wrong. Let's, uh, yeah, we should get a exec from Pirelli on here so you can ask him that and see yeah. if, if he's able to answer that. Cause I don't think there is actually an answer to that question okay. of why <laughs> I yeah, don't okay. think there is, <laughs> but no, anyways, I just wanted to make sure we, we discussed that a little bit. I thought it was, it was entertaining. It was interesting at least that they're trying yeah. something new here. I, um, I do. I like the concept. Yeah. I just and don't understand the. Yeah. I think we'll be seeing it one more time this season too. So, you know, we'll see okay. if it really affects things. Um, the, who knows? I I feel like Alfa Romeo likes it at least. They, yeah. That's something. But no, I I also want to talk about this Red Bull team, though. Mm -hmm. uh, Twelve wins in a row. They have now. They they're now the sole owners of that record. They yeah. eclipse McLaren, who's owned that record since 1988. Uh, yeah. That is, honestly, it's quite the accomplishment. You can't you can't say anything yeah. about this. No, it's just honestly, it's impressive. That, that's kudos. The, they're having just an all-time dominant stretch here and what what more is there to even say about this red bull team besides yeah, yeah no one's close to them no one's touching them yeah. and just have to appreciate greatness sometimes i'll just i'll say it now because i have it pulled up 
They're over a hundred points in the construct. No, that's the driver. Still, holy shit. Look, never mind. It's, it the standings are now like obsolete when it comes to <laughs> Red Bull and McLaren. I I don't even know what you're reacting to, but it's the, the constructors, the constructor points. I I don't know if if, if anyone even um, wants to to even think about. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. I'll no. say it because you deserve to know, people. Red Bull is at 452 points right now. Number two is what shocks me. Mercedes. I don't. Did they really just get there because of the weekend? At 223. Wow. Huh. Yeah. 452, well, 223. Look, so the question, though, that I have, though, they're, they're at 12 wins in a row. How much longer is this thing going for? Do they get the clean sweep? No. They, I think it's... It'd be... Okay. I'm only going to say that it's impossible for them to get a clean sweep. Just because of logistics. Like, that'd be insane. Someone's got to get sick. Someone's got to have a bad day. If they don't, then... Who hops in that Red Bull for them, though, if someone's sick? Because Danny Rick wasn't their third driver anymore. It's Nick uh, DeVries. It would be Nick DeVries. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets first how, place. How poetic would that be? And then he yeah. gets a seat again. <laughs> yeah. Just rinse he and repeat. It. He crushes it. He's only good as a sub. He can't actually be on the team. Uh, no, I mean, it's so I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised at this point. I there's there's really nothing you can say. I you could maybe make the case that, you know, once Max Verstappen has this thing locked up and it's not really racing for anything, uh, someone might sneak in there. But honestly, I think Max Verstappen coasting is better than the rest of the field. If yeah. it, that's not a crazy thing to say, right? No, I, I get it. I mean, it's he's just that talented seven wins in a row for max Verstappen. by the way another thing worth mentioning oh um yeah so max Verstappen, seven wins in a row he's also on another all-time stretch do you think we are by chance getting a little desensitized to this greatness though in what like so like we're not i we should be celebrating it more than what we are I'll say 30 that. seconds. Yeah. He won by 30 seconds. I think we should be seconds. celebrating it more than what we are because we did with Lewis. It's ridiculous. Um, I think I think we absolutely are just gotten a little too used to it. Like he, this is yeah. not supposed to be a thing, right? There are drivers that will race good drivers, legitimately good drivers who will be in F1 for 15 years and have maybe two or three wins. He yeah. is over here just crushing everybody and making it look easy so yeah well, that's i feel it. like that's still how lewis was in 2020 and like 2021 and yeah it's definitely this isn't without precedent we've seen this yeah. before now max is up there and the questions will it'll soon start to arise i think he's got to keep it up going for a little longer but soon we'll have to the the all-time conversation you know he's oh. he's not right now he's knocking on the door you know, yeah, I was about to say, like, on, like if, if someone had said it to me right now, I'd be like, okay, I can see it. And honestly, I'm, I'm looking forward to when we can have that conversation because it's, um, it's pointless, I'll admit, yeah. but it's a lot of fun. Well, if he, uh, if he gets it this year, then he will have the second most on the track because I think Fernando only has two. 
Wow. Well, yeah, there's really nothing left he can do that will um, take away from this season because we're yeah. halfway halfway through the season. I think this is one of the I best think... dominating seasons we've ever seen. So uh... they said Singapore. If he like keeps going, and mm -hmm. Singapore is like when he'll like clinch it. Yeah. Um, well, we'll see. That's not that far away, honestly. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll see how we'll see if that happens and what the reaction is as far as how these other drivers approach the season once Max has this thing locked up. Um, real quick, let's talk about let's just talk about Sergio. Did he save his seat? No. Wow. I don't think he saved. He didn't save it. He kept himself. No, I wouldn't say he kept himself in it. I think this is when they make a pro and cons list. This is definitely a pro, but I don't think he saved it. I mean, driver of the day. That's got to count for something, right? I I think you and I both know that it doesn't. <laughs> we really need to stop rewarding drivers who underperform in qualifying. Yeah, like. <laughs> That's yeah, like, driver of the I didn't I didn't see him getting driver of the day. I was like, I feel like people mm -hmm. who voted for him driver of the day just want to keep him in Red Bull. Yeah, I honestly should have gone to Lando. I think he deserved mm -hmm. it again. Um, but speaking of Lando, let's talk about this McLaren team. In you know, we got to celebrate it while we can because you never know when these things will come crashing. That we mm -hmm. this could be sustainable, or this could be. Ashton I don't know. Warren. I am. I am. Why would you? Why would you do that? I am optimistic because this was three races in a row with the upgrades, so mm -hmm. I'm I'm riding high with McLaren. Oh, right now. yeah, I think it definitely looks sustainable what they have going on here. Um, but I had to. I just had to throw out that that comparison no, I know, I know. because we saw a team come out of nowhere, um, jump into the conversation for second best team, and mm -hmm. then uh, look at where they are now. Uh, but no, I, I actually think this is different, mainly because McLaren actually has history and they're actually supposed to be here. Uh, when we when I talk about Ashton Martin, uh, it's just it was just weird. It was just a weird feeling that I never really got comfortable with them being a, a good team. And, yeah. But McLaren, it honestly, it, it feels right. OK, it just feels like they're supposed to be here. And um, so with this McLaren team, their biggest competitor right now is Mercedes. How do you see this battle between Mercedes and McLaren going forward? Um, I think if we're basing it, especially off of, I'm, yeah, I'm just going to focus on Hungary. It's going to be McLaren. Mm -hmm. I feel like so, in terms, especially with the way the drivers are interacting with the engineers. So let, let me uh, phrase it a little differently. Let's talk about right now where the teams are actually, and we'll, we'll just run down the list. Better car right now, Mercedes or McLaren? McLaren. Better drivers right now, Mercedes or McLaren? Ooh. Um, I don't want to take this one. <laughs> say it with your chest. I know I know it's a it's a bold take to say, but just go ahead, man. Just go ahead. Just, just off of this season. If we're going just off this season, I think McLaren. Wow. I admire your boldness. Okay, yep. and better strategy team, I guess, uh, Mercedes or McLaren? I'll say tie on that one. Yeah. and honestly, I feel like they both have, like, made calls and have just been lucky. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm honestly with you on all of that, except for the drivers. I do think it's right now it's Lewis and George. Um, well, right now, right now it's Lewis versus McLaren. George should be in this conversation too. Well, that's that's why I hesitated because I do think Lewis is the best of like if we're doing the McLaren and Mercedes drivers, Lewis is definitely the best. <laughs> I do think Lando Norris is better than George Russell, and I think so little of George Russell that I think Oscar Piastri is better right now. Um, that one is honestly a toss up. Uh, George Russell and Oscar Piastri, which yeah. by the way is a is a slight on George Russell. Oscar yeah. Piastri has, is new to this still, uh, yeah. but no. So who has who has a brighter future though? Ooh, it would be McLaren because they have more to more to gain because they haven't been like up for years. So yeah. that all, I think that all depends on uh, what happens with the seating and where Lewis ends up going. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. But you uh, think he'd Len- Mercedes. Well, hey, I'm talking two, three years down the road. Oh, okay. Where where will these teams be? Um, mm. You never know. You know, Father Time catches all of us. Uh, but no, so yeah. Oh, all right. So we were talking about Lewis Hamilton. And as a fan of Lewis Hamilton, I have to, this is going to hurt me to say, but uh, did he cost himself a podium there? What? Because I actually, I have no idea what happened at the start it, like i tried watching i don't understand what happened with him so all right max was gonna pass him no matter what like uh-huh. that that doesn't matter uh it just it just the positioning of their cars max had a great jump on him uh got to where he needed to go and it was over but that was gonna happen in the next couple yeah. laps or so now oscar piastri and lando norris i think they just lewis kind of messed up as far as his First of all, his start was a little a little rough, mm. and then positioning his car into those turns, uh, not the best that it could have been. So you you get those combinations of trying to defend Max. He tried for a little bit, but it was no use. And then mm. Lando Norris passes him. And I think it's just a case of him trying to defend too much, and your result okay. is you drop three places instantly at the start of the yeah. race. So yeah, I definitely think though that if he played it a little better, he would have been on that podium. So, hmm. okay. Well, yeah, because I was, I was honestly so confused. I was like, why is, why is he apologizing? I don't really, but yeah, okay. mm-hmm. it's, it was unfortunate, but Hey, these things happen. I will say that that qualifying session when he got on full, that was, that was very hype. I was very excited yep. at that moment. Um, so yeah, uh, just had to make sure. I'm sure this won't be the last time we talk about Mercedes versus McLaren. Uh, this might be a running theme here for the rest of the season, but definitely something worth keeping an eye on. Now, that's all I really wanted to talk about. Now we can just talk about these random other teams that are often forgotten. And in okay. that conversation, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Because I do have a question that I want to talk to you about then. That's, of course. you know, one of the other teams. Mm-hmm. Um Alpine. Yeah. I want to throw a question at you because you were, you were always throwing the Zach Brown at me. And I will say, I don't think what happened to Alpine in this race was his fault. Otmar. But where, uh, how long do you see Otmar staying with the team? Man, uh, look, this whole season has just gone. It's just a season from hell for Alpine. But mm-hmm. they're sitting, I think right now, fifth or sixth in the 
constructors, right? Six. Yeah. Six. Uh, so that is where Alpine belongs. Honestly, that's kind of okay. where they end up. So yeah, this season has been pretty rough, but this is a mid team. And that's wow. That honestly, you just kind of you just kind of cleared it up with that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's that's where they belong. So I guess you could say, yeah, they a change of leadership would be would be appropriate here. But I mean, uh, this is this is Alpine. What what you yeah. see is what you get. Um, very unfortunate though. That definitely wasn't any of their drivers' fault. I think it was it was Joe Guanyu's fault or somebody's fault. Yeah, it was uh, Joe hit Ricardo and then Ricardo hit. Yeah. Just unfortunate, unfortunate all around. Um, but let's see, who else do I want to talk about here? I think we, for this segment, I need to just get a spinning wheel and whoever, yeah. <laughs> whatever team it lands on. But no, I actually do want to talk about Ferrari though, really quick. Um, this is starting to become normal. Now, if you do want entertainment, one thing that has been entertaining has been Ferrari drivers versus the Ferrari team. Yeah, I think there was a moment in there where Charles Leclerc and his team were were kind of going at it, and it felt a little uncomfortable, you know, like seeing a couple fight in public, where like you know you're kind of <laughs> like into it, but like you're at the same time a little uncomfortable by it. But no, how how much longer can this go on for either of these drivers? I don't know because even Car I think it was Carlos Sainz too. He had a moment where he was talking about pitting. And it was like, if I see if I see Perez go in, I'll go in. And then it's just like the engineer is like, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> like, I have I I just imagine the engineers are just like on their phones, not even yeah, paying attention to the race at all. Just oh oh shoot, he needs a strategy. Uh, let's go with Plan B. Just let's... you know what? Take him off the wall. <laughs> just take him off the wall and let the drivers race, and I guarantee we'll probably have the same result. Mm -hmm. And look, it's unfortunate because this could have been in a great great battle that we had here between ferrari mclaren and mercedes for the second spot but uh somebody didn't want to show up um who also would have been in that conversation is ashton martin we talked about this a little bit um what happened i think i think this is what they are this is a regression to the mean of the highest order uh this is this is Ashton Martin. This is their team, right? Okay. Yeah. We we're not gonna see them fix this, correct? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just want to make sure I don't sound like a hater right now that I'm no, saying no. factual yeah. statements. Um, now let's start talking about uh, Lance. I feel like you hate Lance a little, but that's okay. <laughs> look, actually, I I completely am now at the point where I forget about Lance Stroll. Uh, oh, that's, is, that's a good point. <laughs> which is worse than hating on someone, might yeah, I add. Uh, because he's he's somewhere around, he may sneak into the points, but he's hovering around 10 to 12. Yeah, uh, yeah I guess he's there. He's showing up. Uh, yeah, Lando broke Max's trophy. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually, okay, so this isn't really about like race technique or anything. I guess this is just f1 related i was so torn on that how because so? i'll give you one my first response who cares they have so many trophies they have so many trophies then on the other hand you see that it like it, the trophy itself costs like forty thousand. it's all handmade and it takes six months 
yes, that does suck for the person, which is why I'm like, okay, so that was shitty. But then I'm also like, well, it was also kind of shitty because that is, I doubt Max actually cared about it. But for the track, that is actually the symbol of reverence, you know, for first place. And it did get broken. So ultimately, yeah, who cares? On the other hand, I could actually see why people were getting upset at Lando, but on the same thing, who I mean, yeah, I mean, you, hey, you, you kind of mentioned this. Who, who cares? I think Max Verstappen was saying the same exact thing. Yeah. I think he's, he's, no one was less bothered by this than Max Verstappen. Um, yeah. We were talking like about if you've Max ever getting... broken a friend's glass door and they're okay with it, <laughs> then you know it's kind of the same thing. No one's been here before. Eh, no. yeah. <laughs> but no, um, we didn't really talk about Danny Rick. Um, are you at least happy to see him back? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I, I, I didn't want him back. It kind of, it doesn't sadden me, but it's like, oh yeah, he did good. The, ah, that's what makes it worse. <laughs> One day we'll get to the bottom of why you don't care for Danny Rick. Uh, but it doesn't have to be today. Uh, what would you, yeah, if you were to run, to what was that? I think it probably has to do with McLaren. Oh, that's. Honestly, I was, a, I was a Danny Rick fan when I first started, like getting into F1. I, I forgot about that connection, actually. And now all makes sense. Um, yeah. If you were to see Daniel Ricardo right now, what would you say to him? Um, can I get an autograph? Wow. Okay. Just completely switch up. <laughs> I respect it. What? Like, I'm going to be like, I fucking hate you, man. <laughs> uh, at least, hey, at least it wouldn't be violent. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes <laughs> another episode of the Rev Up Podcast. Thank you for joining us as always. We try to do this thing following every race. We'll be back here for Belgium. Until then, 